Hello, everybody. Today we are asking the question, polyamory or monogamy? Is one of these more evolved than the other? Is one of these more natural than the other? Is one of these um, just better? Is one of them worse? Or is it a question about something so incredibly subjective and nuanced that making any kind of universal generalization around it is unwise. Let's find out. I want to begin today's talk by sharing a story, and I will, I will preface the story by saying that I owe a lot to polyamory. Some very positive things um, came out of my experience with polyamory, and I will also say I've never been polyamorous. I've never even really explored it. Allow me to explain. Um, in my mid-twenties, I was dating a young woman, and I was really into her. I had, like, you know, become infatuated with her, and then we got to know each other, and I was, you know, falling in love. I was really excited, and um, she kind of gave me some hints as we were getting to know each other that she probably had a predisposition towards a polyamorous type of relationship, or she that's what she envisioned herself in, not a committed, monogamous, one-to-one type of partnership. She wanted to be free to have, you know, experiences with other people. And that would come up in little passing comments, and whenever those passing comments came up, I would be like, ah! Like, inside, I would be freaking out, and on the outside, I would play it cool. I would be like... Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but inside, I would be like, absolutely um, having some kind of like emotional alarm bells, this shame and fear and insecurity. Um, but I just tried to push those feelings to the side, because I was really excited about this person. And then I, did, I didn't want to get them having the impression that I... Um, was a mismatch or that I was going to try to control them or rein in their natural tendency. Um, so I really just tried to stomach my own feelings and response to these little um, cues that she was giving me. And eventually it all came out, you know, our, we talked about it um, and she expressed that she was interested in being polyamorous. And I was like, okay. I didn't reject it, um, but I acknowledged, you know, I'm not interested in being with other people. And uh, inside, I was having like an emotional storm in response to this. But uh, intellectually, I could understand it. I could see, okay, well, I can see why she would want to do that. I can see that my tendency towards monogamy might just be some patriarchal thing that I've inherited or some outdated way of being in intimate relationships that I've been conditioned into. So I had an emotional response and then an intellectual um, sensibility that was quite open to the prospect of being in a polyamorous relationship with this young woman. Uh, and these two things, these, these two parts of me um, were pretty disparate. They were pretty kind of 
split off from one another. Because despite my intellectual openness, curiosity, and understanding, I just had this unrelenting emotional storm. It felt like daggers were being stuck into me when I thought about this person who I was falling in love with being with other men. It just felt torturous. And yet I had an open mind and I was like, man, am I just a toxic male oppressor? Is that what this is? Is this just the conditioning I'm carrying around that makes me feel like I need to possess someone or have them all to myself? And I I couldn't square these two things inside of myself. And eventually, in a moment of desperation, I remembered that during this time in my life, my best friend, I had been living in the woods in a cabin that I built with some friends, and one of those friends left our little forest homestead and he moved into the near town, and the guy he moved in with just happened to be an intuitive or a psychic or something. I didn't know, but I, was, I, I had kind of met this guy, my, my best friend's new roommate, and I thought to myself, maybe I should just go to that psychic guy, that clairvoyant. I think he might be able to tell me if I'm full of shit or not, because apparently he can, like, read people's energy. Apparently he can just see right through um, to the core of what's going on emotionally. And uh, I can't, I wasn't able to do it myself. The longer I sat with this, the more it was driving me crazy. The more I talked to friends about it, the less clear it became. Uh, And I, I would try to read literature about the naturalness of polyamory and just it made sense intellectually but emotionally i just wanted to vomit (laughs) at the thought of my partner being with other people so what i did is i showed up on the doorstep of this um this clairvoyant that i didn't really know at the time and i told him man is it okay if i talk to you about something And he invited me in, we sat down in his living room, and I just started sharing. I just shared him the situation I was in. I was seeing this girl, she wanted to be with other people, and I didn't want to control her impulses, I didn't want to control her whatsoever, but I felt like I was dying inside at the thought of her being with other people. And as I was telling the story, he just cut me off at one point. He's like, okay, I've got all the information I need. And he closed his eyes, and it was like he was talking to something or looking at something. He would make, he would make little hushed comments and observations with his eyes closed. He'd be like, yeah, mm, mm, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And then... All of, I didn't know what was going on. I just sat and waited. And he said, eventually he opened his eyes. He's like, okay, I've got enough information. What, like, what I'm seeing in you is so beautiful and sacred. It's this pure part of you that just wants to love in a very specific way. And, and, it, wants to, and it wants to receive that love back in a specific way. And it's not controlling. It's not possessive. It's not even really needy. It's just that it's showing up to something that's completely different than it. It has a design and it has a desire and it's reaching out to something that doesn't match with it and it hurts. And I just started like bawling my eyes out because somebody that I didn't really know 
was validating this very pure place in me because it was true even though I questioned my motives and my feelings from an intellectual place, I didn't want to control that person, the woman that I, the, that I was dating. I didn't want to stop her from experiencing anything. It's just that it felt unnatural and scary and bad to be so open in such an exclusive way and then have the person I was open to, not reciprocate that. And, um, and sitting across from this stranger who's like a, a psychic or a clairvoyant or an empath who's um, validating this very pure place in me, it was, a, it was a profound experience. And I said earlier that I have a lot to thank polyamory for, because I ended up befriending that man and spending like the next seven years in um in a very close relationship with him. And that was kind of the doorway into that because a very tender, vulnerable part of me was exposed and touched and held in a very beautiful way. And it made me open to somebody that I otherwise wouldn't have been at all because I wasn't into anything esoteric um, at that time in my life. But uh, yeah, it just led down this very beautiful learning path, which is actually the story that I tell in my book, How to Open the Heart. I've got my tattered copy of it right here. Um, yeah, that, that kind of, that relationship kind of set the stage for the story that I recount in that book. And the beginning of that was, in, in large part, this relationship and the conflict that I had between the desires of my heart and then the desire to be accepted by somebody or, you know, the confusion between the intellect and my emotions. Um, and it was, it was really a wonderful thing to have someone very powerfully and confidently validate that uh, that my heart just had kind of a specific way of loving that felt natural and authentic to it, that wasn't tinged by social programming or conditioning or something toxic or um, oppressive or clingy or needy, but was actually quite pure and beautiful. And over the years, I've been able to kind of understand that and accept that. Um, and I feel very lucky that I learned that about myself, my, I guess, my monogamous nature, um, relatively early in life. That was really my only interaction with polyamory. And once I learned that about myself and accepted it about myself, yeah, I was able, moving forward in life, when I met women who were polyamorous, I could um, sit comfortably in the awareness of where I stood on that. And it wasn't an intellectual thing. It wasn't a moral thing. It, and it certainly, there was no judgment connected to it. It wasn't, oh, I'm better, or I know the right way or the healthy way. Not at all. Because it was just based on my own specific emotional nature and disposition. And that could evolve. That could change. It hasn't so far. Um, so it wasn't because I read a book that championed polyamory as some 
uh, as the anthropologically correct way of being in relationships. Not at all. I personally think that that's, um, that's not a very good way to go about looking at this question for ourselves as individuals. I think appealing to the intellect, appealing to academia, um, philosophy, belief systems, morality, I don't think that's a good way of finding your kind of deep truth around how you orient in relationships. I think one that's an inside job. You need to sit with yourself, study your feelings, be with your feelings, find people who can reflect and give you feedback, like my friend, the, the empath, how he was able to give some very strong feedback. Uh, I didn't take that and believe what he said. I took it and felt if it made sense to me, if it felt true to me. And there was something very relaxing about like, oh yeah, this is just how I've always felt. And it doesn't feel like it wants to convince anyone else of anything or control anybody. Not at all, no. Um, so I guess the answer to the question is monogamy better than polyamory? Is polyamory better than monogamy? Is one more natural than the other? I don't personally think that it's very wise to ask that question in a broad universal context as though there's some ultimate truth for all of humanity. I think it's an incredibly personal question. It requires experience. It requires that we go out there and experience how and who we are in relationships. And it requires soul searching and um, just, yeah, really being honest with ourselves and, and not coming from a place of intellectualization, not coming from a place of trying to avoid vulnerability, because it can be vulnerable to commit to just one person. I'm sure it can be vulnerable to do the opposite as well. Um, yeah, so I guess that's, that's my experience. That's my perspective. Um, I'm grateful for the little catalyst that my one and only experience with polyamory provided, both in the self-awareness that I could carry into my relationships moving forward throughout my life, because now I just know I don't have to think about that. I got to learn that about myself. And if it changes, I guess it changes, but it's a really wonderful thing to accept and embrace within myself. Um, and I think that there are intellectual reasons to kind of just reject monogamy straight, you know, to throw it out because many of our examples of monogamous relationships that we grew up around are quite haywire and dysfunctional and infidelity is often a big part of them. I'm guessing that a lot of polyamorous relationships are pretty complicated too, um, I, you know, for most of my adult life, I don't even know if I've been in a place to fully show up and be present to one single intimate relationship, let alone multiple of them. Um, I'm sure some people can handle multiple intimate relationships and navigate all that comes up through all of them, um, but I think they're superhuman. But yeah, I, I don't personally have the hubris or arrogance of thinking that 
my Nate, you know, where I'm at, what I've discovered about myself is applicable for anybody else. And I think it's a really healthy way of approaching these big questions about ourselves um, to not think that we need to compare ourselves to others, that what's true for another person is necessarily true for us, and that when we arrive at what feels true, that we should project that onto others or expect them to be the same or even similar. That's a, that's a big lesson and a beautiful lesson. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this talk. If you did, let me know. I love getting feedback. And um, if you're interested in reading my book, How to Open the Heart, which goes into this as part of kind of like a big winding story, um, there's links to it in the description. And uh, until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day.